everyone. Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. We're going to talk week 11 of the NFL slate, give you some bets, give you some shit to talk and all that. Go down, like, and subscribe. Comment your picks for week 11, your favorite bets, prop bets. We'd love to hear that in the comment section. As always, I'm Paul. Pick a win on Concha, and I'm joined with... Hey, man, you already know. It's the it's the best. It's, it's one of the best. Your boy, Kev Waterboy, your boy. A.K. the Dom P.Y. A.K. the real son on the screen, and Paul. This is one of those weeks where I said, "All right, I gotta throw away last week." So I didn't know who's playing this week, who's on bye. Didn't check fantasy. Only reason why I remember there was a Thursday night game was because I got a notification this morning that Joe Burrow was out for the season. I was like, "Fuck." Yeah. Well. So- yeah, we'll jump right into that game. Thursday night, Joe Burrow out for the season, bro. That's the I don't give a fuck who won this game, bro. The, the the Bengals lost. I don't give a fuck about the scoreboard. They just lost Joe Burrow for the year. How did it happen? That's just all I want to know. Joe Burrow trying to hang his nuts and get hurt. Damn. Nah, but what ended up happening is a crazy stat, bro. Uh, like Mark Andrew gets hurt, he's done for the season. He has like a fractured, uh, fractured leg or something, fractured fibula. He's done for the season. That happened in the first, like the first drive. Like he goes down, it's like damn. And then all of a sudden, the next drive, Lamar Jackson gets hit on the sideline, and then he's hurt. He ended up coming back in the game, but he he went to the medical tent, and it was like fuck, like Lamar, the first Andrew, then Lamar, and then like right before halftime, Joe Burrow gets hit. And he doesn't come back, and you're thinking the same thing, like, oh, this is another one. It's before halftime. He'll probably be back. Third quarter starts, he's not out there. Fourth quarter starts, he's not out there. And then the story comes out, torn ligament. He's done for the season. Ouch. Ouch, 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 ouch. So, So how did this game end up going? Uh, competitive first quarter, seven three. Second quarter, it was like ten set, uh, ten fourteen. Then the Bengals turn over the ball right before halftime. The Ravens get a short field. They scored a touchdown going into halftime at twenty one ten. But the game's really not out of it until you see Jake Browning will be the remain like what's going to start the third quarter also, and you're like. Well, without Burrow, That's not good. <laughs> yeah, without Burrow, like y'all down already by eleven, and this kind of, it's not like the Ravens had crazy offense in the second half. They just kept doing the same thing they was doing, and they didn't have to worry about the Bengals' offensive attack. Like they, they had a, a good drive to start the third quarter, a good drive towards the end of the fourth quarter, but they didn't do shit in between. Hmm. That shit is tragic. I wish nothing but the best for everybody that got hurt or is dealing with an agony injury during this game. But fuck. Oh, you know I had Joe Burrow as my fantasy quarterback. I just started getting the dubs again. Last week I lost because I didn't do my lineup. So I missed out on the 35 points the 49 in defense put up and the 15 points Michael Gallup put up. Missed those. Lost by four points. Crazy. But I had Joe Burrow, and I'm thinking, like, yo, my dog is finna eat. He's coming back. He's healthy. We're winning. Nope. So now what do me and the Bengals do without the fuck, without Joe fucking Burrow? If, I mean, as a fantasy owner, if you hit that waiver wire, you probably still maybe get Joshua Dobbs. Kyler Murray, if you're a part of a fantasy group that he was on the waiver wire and – all year he might still be there I doubt it now Matthew Stafford might be on the waiver wire some people cut him because he was going to miss last week so there's still as a fantasy owner I mean you might not you're not going to get a Joe Burrow you're not going to get a guy that could give you 30 points at any point but as a fantasy owner you can you can still have a good season you can find you can find a guy to replace him as a Bengals franchise you're sitting there like we gave this guy the bag not saying like he didn't deserve the bag, but you gave him the bag. Uh, um, now you have a whole season without him. I'm pretty sure they still have their draft picks. They don't. I don't think they're a franchise that was trading away draft picks for like to get stars. So who knows? Like it sucks this season, 
But like if the Bengals lose out the rest of their games and they go like five and uh five and twelve, and they're battling for a top ten pick, shit like that really in the long term situation that could be like because let's say they don't like let's say top ten pick top five pick they get Marvin Harrison Jr. out of fucking Ooh. Ohio State, Jamar Chase could Jamar Chase you might not need to give him the bag. You might be like, hey, like we might have to let you walk because we're gonna pay other positions. We got a rookie wide receiver, a Marvin Harrison Jr., who who's gonna be a, probably a Hall of Fame guy. However, everyone's already accounting for him coming out of college. Yeah, I mean, because you still gotta pay T. Higgins. Like you could literally like draft a raw receiver in the top five pick and let one of your stud receivers walk and not really feel too bad about it. Damn, so you over here thinking Todd Boy to T. Higgins. Yeah, like you, you keep Jamar Chase, let T. Higgins walk. But you draft a Marvin Harrison Jr. So as I said, like looking as a franchise, where am I going to spend this money? It, it might be the best thing for them. Like it's otherwise, y'all go on a, a, a great playoff run, maybe Super Bowl run, y'all, and then y'all, y'all pay everybody and y'all have no money and no draft picks. Yeah, so, oh, fuck. I mean, the Bengals look like a very promising team, but I don't think they they got the same heart that the Vikings, a team like the Vikings does. So we'll see how this shit goes. But, damn, that shit is hurtful. But yeah, that's and, and the division they're in. Like, they're 5-5, five and five, and they're in the last place in their division. Which is crazy. Yeah, so Steelers 6-3, and three, Browns 6-3, and three, Ravens. They were 7-3. and three, Now they're 8-3. and three. Like, and the Bengals have every opponent they face from the rest of the season onward is sitting at above 500. Mm. 500 I, or better. Yeah, so it's like it's either go out there and try to win games and maybe get a wild card and get kicked out in the first round or kind of lean into it and take the rest of the season off and have a, a really good draft pick and a really good franchise. Yeah. And uh, but before I go on to it, I will tell you the funniest thing about this thing. It's not funny because people are getting hurt. But Logan Wilson, he got three tackles last game, and all three of his tackles, someone got injured. It was the Mark Andrews tackle where Mark Andrews broke his leg. The Lamar Jackson tackle where Lamar Jackson is out for the next series. And I can't remember who else he tackled. But he ta- oh, I think it was Odell or. So he tackled somebody, and they were out for another series. But they were saying, like, Logan Wilson's three for three. Everyone he tackles ends up hurt. You know, for Thursday night, we got the Ravens beating the Bengals. Huge for the AFC North. The Ravens really looking like a team that could do some damage in the postseason now. Let's get into the Sunday slate. We're not going to Germany. We're not going to London. It'll be a normal 1 o'clock kickoff Eastern time. And let's start with. The Panthers are ten and a half point underdog at home, Kev. They're taking on the Cowboys. I really don't want to get too deep into this game just because I like the Cowboys are gonna beat the fuck out the Panthers. They're the Panthers got their one win on the season. They're not gonna beat the Cowboys. What do you think? Um These are the Panthers are ten point underdogs. Yeah, that's a pretty big spread to start the fucking Sunday. To start the slate off, I'm not gonna lie to you. Hey, the, um, the Giants were an 18 point dog against the Cowboys, and they it actually didn't matter. No, nah, that's real. And who they're playing one more time? The Cowboys and Panthers. Oh, Cowboys are finna bust that ass. But I think this Panthers defense looks a little better than we expect, and maybe they don't get blown the fuck out. But I don't see this offense doing it. The Jaguar thumb. Yeah, the fucking blah blah, blah offense be doing no better than that. Yeah, no. See, normally you, I think you'll be afraid of ten and a half points because it's the NFL. But you gotta remember, like the Cowboys deep. Like, how are the Panthers gonna score points here? Like, if they scored thirteen points, I think that's a win. Facts, facts, facts. And more than anything, like just survive. <laughs> And like the C- TD Lamb, Dak, like that offense has, has been absolutely just destroying teams so far. 
And then our second game to start off 1 o'clock, I think this is the biggest spread on the slate, Kev. My Miami Dolphins, 13.5-point favorite at home against the Raiders. I, you know, I already got the Dolphins bounce back week coming off a bye, coming off a loss against the Chiefs from Germany. I do fuck with Antonio Pierce and the Raiders. He definitely got that team, like, ready to play football every week. But the Dolphins undefeated at home. We're at home this game. I think everything, the Tua and the team, and Tua got corn rolls. I don't know if you've seen Tua. Tua got the corn rolls now. Boy, it's, it's going it to be a dangerous game come Sunday. Not two I got the cornrows. I gotta actually Google that. I gotta see it to believe it. But that shouldn't go crazy. Um damn. 13 point. Why'd y'all get spread? Why y'all here getting all these big spread? Why y'all here fucking everybody up for? Are y'all really doing damage? I think like the that? spread was only like eleven, which is still a big spread, don't get me wrong. But then it moved to thirteen and a half because everyone is the Raiders are frauds. I I mean I don't want to call them frauds, but this is going to be the week where they run into a team that isn't a bottom of the barrel team. And that whole Raider Nation, we're back bullshit, I don't think it's going to work. Yeah, they're definitely getting fucked up. And if y'all don't fuck them up, there's going to be some issues. But did the win, Did the Raiders win last week? Yeah, they're 2-0 right now with uh, under the – Oh, wow, y'all are assholes. Y'all just got to fuck that up. Y'all ain't shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, this like, the Raiders are inspire, inspiring people right now. Y'all just got to come in. Bro. Is it in Is it in Oakland? In Miami. We're 4-0 at home. Okay. Damn. Damn. Hey, tell the betters that one. 4-0 Best at bet. home. Tua's at home. And the offense looks better when we're at home. And Jalen Ramsey's another week healthy. The offensive line's healthier coming off the bye. I, I do like Max Crosby, but I just don't think there's anything the Raiders can do to really stop us on the offensive side. You duh. Like, it's going to be pretty bad. But, um, because this team just played a close game against. They beat the fuck out of the Giants. That wasn't last week, though. Who did they beat the. Uh, uh the Jets. Yeah, they played a really close game. So, wait, they, they beat them. Oh, they did. The Jets did lose yeah, that. They beat the shit out of the Giants who had the bust. Jets do that. Yeah, the Jets came all the way down to the end. But, no, that's real. I like uh, – um definitely like y'all in that one, and I'm not going to give this one too much energy. And then our next game on the slate, divisional game. This one's big for the fucking division, especially after Thursday night. Browns versus Steelers. Browns are a one-and-a-half-point favorite at home. This game's happening in Cleveland. Kev, is this a, one of the situations? Of, I mean, we tend to like the Steelers, not usually on the road, but they're 2-1 and one on away games, so they're actually pretty good on the road. Browns are 4-1 and one at home. They're really good at home. No more Deshaun Watson for the rest of the year. Deshaun Watson's done for the year. Uh, we're going to have the P.J. Walker effect. How do you do you think the Steelers sneak another win on the road here? Or are the Browns and their defense gonna take care of business? Oh, this is a close one because that Steelers defense, that Steelers offense does not look like it can put up points against most defenses, let alone a good defense like the Browns. So when I look at this fucking game, I'm like, fuck, why does Deshaun Watson have to be out? Because this was an easy the Browns are six and three right now. This is oh, the Steelers, game. too, which is crazy. Which is insane. Both teams, no offenses. So then the, the question, I think, comes down to who has the better defense. And I, I don't think there's much of – I mean, we love T.J. Watt, but, like, let's be real. Like, the Browns are arguably the best defense in the NFL. Yeah, literally. I mean, arguably, because, like, yeah, arguably. But – um. I don't know how this game goes because I'm saying – because it's a lot – it's like it's real cool to say, oh, yeah, we're going to put the defense on the field back. Well, yeah, they got two interceptions last week. I'm not going to lie. But, fuck, that was a close-ass fucking game for what reason? See, I think the last time they played, we both took the Steelers, but the Steelers are at home. And I think it being in Cleveland does make a big difference. I like Cleveland here just because – 
I just can't see Kenny Pickett in this offense doing anything against the Browns, whereas the Steelers' defense makes big plays, but they allow you to drive the ball. So, like, even if the Browns' the offense is not that good, I think they'll get into – like, this could be a game where the Browns make, like, six field goals and the Steelers score, like, one touchdown. But the, the Browns scored more points. They win the game. Yeah, this is going to be – I just don't – if only the offense could have shown that they can do something against um decent defenses. Even against the Packers last week, it came down to, like, Jordan Love just not being hit for them. Yeah, and the Packers' defense is kind of letting everyone take care of them. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, so, I mean, I'm going to take the must-dealers, but this Browns, this Browns defense makes this game so hard to pick. And then our next game on the slate here, we got we just talked about them. The Packers, three-point underdog at home against the Chargers. I'm going to throw this one up into my best bets. Give me the Chargers minus three on the road here. We love to take the Chargers when they're on the road. This is Sack's situation. They think the Packers have some sort of home field advantage, which I don't think they do. If this is a neutral field, I think the Chargers should be like a five- or six-point favorite. It's only three points right now. And I think the Chargers are going to be able to slice and dice against the Packers' defense. Are you believing in Jordan Love or are you the Jay Herbo side? You know, I'm been sold on the Jordan Love boat. When you told me, when you told me, like, there's a reason why they made Aaron Rodgers the highest paid quarterback in NFL history. So Jay Herbo needs to bounce back after that very, very, very close loss to the Lions last week. So. Definitely got Jay Herbo, but I don't know how he does it. I think this game does come – this game's going to be a lot closer to comfort than some most expected. And in our next game, AFC North matchup here. Lions – oh, no, NFC North matchup. Lions at home taking on the Bears, Kev. Justin Fields will be back for this game, his first game back since the thumb injury. Lions are still a seven-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Are you riding with the Red Hot Lions, or do you think the Justin Fields magic is going to be back? Kev? Mm-hmm. Do you think Justin Fields is going to be enough to beat the Lions? Fuck no. I think Justin Fields coming back is good for this team, and it probably could give them some energy and something that they might have been missing these last few weeks. But I don't think it makes the difference. But I also said the same thing about Kyler Murray last week. So yeah. I have been known for eating my words with these exact same words. So they could prove me wrong, but I don't. I'm not buying in on that one. Yeah, no. I, and the fact that uh, revenge game spot. Yeah, David Montgomery taking on the Bears after the Bears let him walk. And the reliance. Yeah, and the Lions gave him the contract to come over, and he's been he's been a workhorse for the fucking Lions ever since. And he really could have fucking. I mean, I I don't want to take the over under on his yard just because the Bears in the last five weeks are the number one run defense, only letting up like sixty yards per game. But I think this could be the week where that shit comes to a, a screeching halt. Like David Montgomery will get twenty five fucking touches, and whatever he does with it, it's up to him. But he will get 25 touches. Oh, that's scary. Yeah, that he's somebody who I wouldn't even want to bet his over-under on rushing yards. I bet his carry, carries. Like, if that bitch is at 18 carries or more, like, he's going to get 25 no matter what every game. Unless, a- unless they're losing by a lot. Like, then that you probably don't get those carries. But normal game circumstances, he's getting the 25. And I'm a, I don't think you saw this story, bro. Jameer Gibbs, he scored that touchdown last week in the red zone, a nice little like 17-yard run or 15-yard run. They called that play for David Montgomery. David Montgomery turns to Gibbs before leaving the sideline and says, do you want to score this touchdown? And he said, yeah. And he goes, all right, you go in then. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, like to me, I was like, that's some real. Like, you know, usually like everyone's out to get their own stats, especially touchdowns. Like, you got incentives at the end of the year. Do you hit certain numbers? Like, so for you to be like, you want this one, you can have it. Like, I, like that just shows that like this team is all in on like we're gonna win together. Like, we're like fuck individual numbers. We're a team. Playing for the man next to you. Yeah, so we got the both rock the lines here. Uh, I would even go on a limb and put this as my one of my best bets. Give me the Lions minus seven and a half. They're trying to scare you away with that hook, that that half point. You see a seven and a half, you're like, oh fuck. But I think this is gonna be the, the Lions outside of the Ravens. They kind of been taking teams to the woodshed um, defensively. Facts. Another divisional game, another big slate for a divisional. I mean, big spread for a divisional game. Commanders taking on the Giants. Washington is an eight and a half point favorite at home. I'm not touching that number, but I am saying the commanders will win this game. Tommy DeVito is the starter. Once again, we all know Daniel Jones is done for the year, but at this point, bro, like pick up someone, pick up Colin Kaepernick, like fucking pick up somebody else. Cause Tommy DeVito, like if you're going to roll him out every week, at least allow him to throw the ball further than two yards. At least give us a competent game plan to play football. But you're not letting him throw the ball. You're just running it. You're doing screens the whole game. It looks like you're tanking for a top five pick. Like it doesn't look good on uh, for the brand. Yeah, I mean it's a little interesting, and it's funny because this is what um they fired the last coach about. They fired the last coach because they're doing fucking it was a third and long and they're doing the QB sneak for the punting squad. Like it was like you're just giving up on the season. So yeah, it's funny how like new coach, same bullshit. It is Brian the ball. It's coach of the year, the ball. Literally. I have to go re- go reassess that ticket. But I mean it comes down to if the Giants are competent, which I don't think they are. And this Washington Commanders team, I don't know how they fared last week, but they were, like, number one for, like, the past four or five weeks in passing yards. Really getting up out of there. So, I don't know what the Giants' defense, if they're ready to come play. You still got big dudes like Dexter Lawrence down there and shit like that. But um, I definitely have the homies on this. Yeah, see, that's always the scariest thing about breaking down games is we're like, commanders are the better team. Like, they should win this game. You see eight and a half, your gut probably tells you, yeah, commanders should probably blow out the Giants. The Giants suck. But then you start thinking about it like, well, the Washington allows the most sacks and it's on pace to allow their quarterback to get sacked more than any other quarterback in history. And the Giants got fucking Dexter Lawrence up the middle. Like, they, they, you could see where you're like, well, this might be, a, this might not be as easy as it seems. But then you got a member of fucking Tommy DeVito playing quarterback for the Giants. I don't know if you can handle those 2.5 seconds. Basically, that's how long you got to throw it in the NFL. They honestly have a better shot if they just ran the ball with Shaquan and Matt Breida, like, every down, than let him throw his little fucking screens. <laughs> and then our, next, our next game, one of the last games at the one o'clock, Jags looking to bounce back after the 49ers beat the dog shit out of them. Taking on the Tennessee Titans, where the Titans lost to the uh to the Buccaneers. Both teams coming off a loss. Both this is a divisional game, Kev. Do you think it's gonna be kind of rough and tough in Jacksonville, or do you think the Jags are just the better quality team here? I think it gets a little down and dirty. Um, I like the Jags. The Jags are not terrible, but what do you think is going to happen? I think if you stop the run, which the Jags can do, the tie-ins kind of fall apart. Like, that's what happened last week against the Bucks. Derrick Henry could end the game with, like, 20 yards on 20 carries. Like, you stop, the, you stop Derrick Henry, you stop, you stop the tie-ins. People, I think that one week where Will Levis threw those four touchdowns, sorry to say it, Kev, but against the Falcons, who at the time was a great defense, it's kind of has people's 
eyes deluded on what this Titans team is and can be. People now all of a sudden think like the passing game is alive and like just really great. I don't think that's the case at all. I still think the Titans need to run the ball. And the Jags pretty good against the run. Uh, they, they didn't let CMC score a touchdown, say that much. They broke history, even though they got the ass whooped. And if unless Will Levis can do what Brock Purdy did and throw for three touchdowns and look immaculate, I just don't think the Titans will have that success. And I like Jags at home. This is a bounce-back week. Jags are similar to the Chargers and Lions, where they're one of those teams trying to make that name for themselves as a, a, a new generation of uh, a team you'll see in the playoffs every year. Yeah. What about you? I mean, I agree with you wholeheartedly that you stop the running game. The Titans kind of are crazy one-dimensional. We love Will Levis. You think he's cool people. But this Jaguars team at one point, was, I don't know if they still are, but at one point was the number one team in takeaways. So they're really not going to let it. They're rip still top, top five. They're not number one, but they're still top five or three. Back, so like they're definitely not taking too kindly to letting um to letting a letting a rookie or you know, quarterback come up here and not eat free with him. So it's gonna be a great game in that sense of order. And then more, more than anything, the Jaguars got blown thirty four to three last week. They are coming with nothing but bad intention. Yeah. I, that's not the other big reason. Is this, when you're a playoff caliber team, this you have you shit the bed one week, you have to show up the next week. Then our next game on the slate, this is the last game at 1 o'clock, Kev. Texans, six-point favorite at home, taking on wow. the Cardinals. Texans, three and one at home. Cardinals, 0 and five on the road. I mean, matching up wise, everyone's riding the CJ Stroud train, uh, train, but Kyler Murray's back. Kyler Murray got the got the Cardinals' second win on the year, first game back against your Falcons, Kev. How do you feel about this Texan Cardinals matchup? Still pretty hurt about this fucking Cardinals game last week, but it is what it is. I think CJ Stroud is going to use this as another chance to perform quite well. Even though the Cardinals have Buda Baker, they just figure, I think he's figured out the idea to just don't throw it by him and everything will be straight. So I don't think this is going to be like a 45 to 3 type of thing or like really, 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 really blow them boys out. But I do expect a huge separation. So outside of football, Kev, so for the people listening that don't know you, Kev, this man, Kev, is big on the aspect of growth and like mm-hmm. challenging yourself, improving yourself. He has Monday motivations. If you follow him on the gram, uh, there's always improving and growth. And I will say for all our listeners at home, this is, this is me showing my growth. Because a Paul mm-hmm. years ago, wouldn't have made this pick. Give me the Cardinals as a six point underdog on the road to get their third win of the year. And if y'all know me, I was super anti-Kyler Murray, super anti-Cardinals, and I still kind of am. But I just think everyone's bought in on this Texans team, super heavy, Kev. And I'm not I'm not disrespecting it. They did just back-to-back weeks. They beat the Bengals by a field goal. They beat the Buccaneers by an insane drive. What, 40 seconds later, they score a touchdown. But this is also – you remember what happened before that game, Kev? They what? lost – Panthers, 15 to 14. They did. This is still that same Texans team, and they're going to come down crashing to earth. Another thing is Kyler Murray's a Texas boy. Kyler Murray doesn't lose when the football game is held in Texas. High school football is Texas. College, Texas. Kyler Murray in Texas is a demon. Give me him as a six-point dog on the road here to upset the Texans. And this will be the game that no one thought they would have saw coming. Yeah, in fact. I mean, I feel like we've gotten out a few weeks in a row now, but this is the this one was one of those ones, bro. 
Am I one of my best bets? I mean, if I'm taking the money line, why wouldn't it be one of my best bets? Give me Arizona plus six. Wow, 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 wow. You're bold. I'm definitely not taking the Cardinals. Not just because they beat us last week, but that's just the bold. I would still say y'all's defense is better than the Texans' defense. Next game on uh, – is that the last – yeah, that was the last of the 1 o'clocks. The first of the 4 o'clock games, Kev. 49ers, 12-point favorite against the Buccaneers. I'm already, I am already know who you're going to take in this matchup, so let me hear why you think the 49ers are going to beat the Bucs. How you know I was going to take – how you know I was going to stay neutral? I feel like they both match up very well with each other. It's like – I mean, the Bucks can't stop everything, and they they figured out anything yet is that um buying, giving um buying, giving um Brock Purdy time to throw that piece is important, giving them that extra second to make the decision, and then it's gonna be a great time. So like it's just gonna be a great time to watch the game because I think they're gonna fuck the Bucks up, especially after what they did, but they did to the Saints last week. But I'm gonna enjoy watching this. You don't think Baker can bake on the 49ers? You're not one of the Baker boys? I mean, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, I try to make this game as interesting as possible, but you're right. Like the 49ers are the they, they saw what he did to the Jags last week. Another Tampa, another Florida team here in the Bucks. The the 49ers aren't the Titans. So, that, yeah, you might be able to start to stop the run game, but Brock Purdy, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, Greg, uh, George Kittle, the their offense looks insanely good. And I once again, we're going to be talking about the 49ers as one of the marquee teams on the NFC side. Nah, definitely, man. How and do you think it's going? No, that's what I'm saying. It's like, like the 49ers, are, this is probably going to be like a 30 to 13 game. And I, think I like it. Yeah, like the 49ers are going to win on every aspect. And then we got AFC East Division, Kev. Buffalo Bills versus the Jets. Okay. Bills seven point favorite at home, coming off a loss against the Broncos in primetime, and the Jets coming off a loss in primetime to the Raiders. Jets beat the Bills first game of the season where Aaron Rodgers went down. Zach Wilson comes in, handles business. This is big. Jets are four and five, Bills are five and five. Jets beat them here. They go up two games on them in the division. Huh. And the AFC is not a, a, a conference where you're probably making it just going 500. Facts. So. Or just chilling in the hunt. Yeah, Bills will be five and six with a loss here. And third in the division. Jets will be five and five with a win. Like, this is kind of, a, you know, like. It's not talked about as a big game, but this is some big repercussions. Come week eleven, you can. This is not. You don't have many weeks to take off anymore. Like you have to. You have to start handling business. Yeah, you gotta stand on some business right now, especially if you're a few people in the league. So with all that being said, the Bills coming off multiple game losses, and we were talking about it before they on this losing. They were a hail mary away from a loss against the Bucks. They were a pass interference call away from a loss against the Giants. They were um uh there was another game. Uh the Jags the Jags beat the shit out of them. Like there were there were this could be low key a five, six game losing streak. They have not really? good ball. Whereas the Jets, the Jets are playing Jets football right now. You got Zach Wilson and a great defense. And Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson. Like you got you got some key players and a great defense. Yeah, definitely. Um, no, oh, not as does go. 
I will say you haven't picked any dogs on the slate so far. Divisional game. Bills you not football. I was about to say, I agree the Bills do suck. I think remember how you felt in the last game when the Broncos won that. Remember you texted me. I was quite upset. They blew the fuck out of that. You was talking about another week you let me pick Josh Allen against a, a defense. And now we're talking about the Mecca defenses. We're talking about the Jets defense that's only allowing like 100 yards per game through the air the last wow. week. Like, and it's – and it's um, I would take – I want to take the Jets so bad. But I took the Jets last week. They burned me. Took the door last week. They burned me. And I'm remembering – that game against the Dolphins. So that's all the Bills have. I'm like, maybe that's how they treat all interdivisional play. Yeah, but they uh they lost the first week to the Jets. Well, oh. and they lost to the Patriots. Hmm. Low key, I need to pull up the Bills' record in the division because they really might be like one and two, or I think they're one and two in the division. One win over us, and only uh, two losses to the Patriots and uh, Jets. And they lost the game with Aaron Rodgers left. Yeah, that that's the first. That was the to the Jets in the first game. I don't know. Oh. Zach Wilson already stood on business week one. Who's to say he can't stand on business week two? I mean, week eleven. Both coming off losses. Both prime time losses Sunday night and Monday night. Field goals. Mm. It's a seven-point spread for the Bills right now. Just the, the mere fact of thinking this much about it, I'm going to say give me plus seven. Give me the Jets plus seven. I think this is going to be a real close game just because Josh Allen fucking makes mistakes. A lot I, of them. I don't know if I can pull the trigger, though, and say give me the Jets money line. Give me the Bills to win it, but I'm not going to be shocked if we see Josh Allen, two interceptions, and a fumble, like similar to the Broncos game. There's multiple turnovers throughout the whole game. Maybe the Bills. Well, they just fired Ken Dorsey. So that might mean something. Did they not fuck that? The question is, did they fuck with Ken Dorsey or did they not fuck with Ken Dorsey? I don't know. I don't think nobody fuck with Ken Dorsey, especially iPads. Yeah, iPads definitely didn't fuck with Ken Dorsey. He's the great. Hey, all, the only people that fuck with Ken Dorsey is University of Miami. <laughs> yeah, I do fuck with Ken Dorsey. So, I got the Bills. Are you going with the Bills, too? I got the fucking Bills. I'm telling you, we're going to be upset when we see this game. It's going to be stupid. Bad. Next game on the slate, the Rams are one-point favorite at home against the Seattle Seahawks. The old Sean McVay versus Pete Carroll game. Rams are a one-point favorite. How's the saying go? Sean McVay loses to Shanahan. Shanahan loses to Pete Carroll. And Pete Carroll loses to McVay. So, does that ring true for you, Kev? And we and uh, Pete Carroll just loses to McVay once again. I think Stafford is back too. He should be good to go. Pete Carroll does love losing to McVay, but didn't they did they win or lose by field goal last week? Who the Seahawks? Seahawks won. The Seahawks won by field goal. And the Rams haven't looked good in a while. But they didn't have Matthew Stafford last week though. And half in the half of the game against the Rams, they didn't have Stafford. Why are all these games so fucking close this week? This is a one point game. Probably definitely this is definitely not lock material. This is one of those games I think you gotta really get sauced up and get right for. It is the last uh, game in the box. <laughs> Who's at home? It is in Los Angeles. The Rams, I think that's why they're the favorite by one point, just because it's at home. Vegas might know something. 
I think I might take the Rams. Don't got no crazy um, injuries on defense. No, Aaron Donald should play. As long as Aaron Donald's playing, he, there's nothing ready to. That's the defense. So yeah, I'm taking um, Rams. Why not? They're a dog, right? Uh, no, the Rams are a one point favorite. Damn it! I'm trying to find me a dog. I'm gonna take. I take the Seahawks. It might not be the dog bite come kickoff, but I'm taking the Seahawks as a dog just to spread out my sheet a little bit better. Uh, it does worry me, Gino, on the road here. Gino, he hasn't looked his best. Last week he looked good against Washington. They were really bad pass defense, but games before that he looked pretty bad. On the road, I don't want to bet put my chips into him, but I think Kenneth Walker could have a big game. And Matthew Stafford, even before he got hurt, he was throwing interceptions. So I think that Seattle's defense has been chirping again, a lot of turnovers. Could definitely be another game where they get a couple, two, two or three turnovers. So you got the Rams, I got the Seahawks, and then our last game on Sunday slate is the Broncos, two and a half point favorite at home, taking on Joshua Dobbs and the Vikings, Kev. Oh wow! And the Vikings have been on a roll, and this is a primetime game. Primetime game. And the Broncos, been, I mean, they beat the Chiefs and Bills. Not bad for the last two. And Corton Sutton has been looking like a man. Touchdown machine. Like, I think he has, like, nine touchdowns on the year or something insane, like, on 11 weeks. I mean, we're going into week 11. So, nine touchdowns on 10, 10 weeks so far. Mm-hmm. The you defense know? is still non-existent. Can't, can't forget about that. Justin Jefferson should be back. Uh, they really? Say I heard he wasn't playing. Well, they, they say he it's going to be going – since it's a primetime game, eight, they got till nighttime to make it official. They'll, they say they're going to – like, they're not going to make it him out until game time. Like, you're going to see how he's feeling game time. Mm, I mean – Even without him. I mean, they're 4-0 without him. With him, they're 1-4. So – like they're finding ways to win. Yeah, and it makes a lot of fucking sense. Oh man, I would love to take the Vikings and Justin Jefferson, and they're not at home, are they? No, it's in Denver. That's why Denver's a favorite. They're... and probably because they right. beat two really good teams. I was say I might be the Russell West Russell Wilson hater most days, but like. I think this is the week where I'm like, nah, I might have to take them boys, especially after what they did last week. I'm I need the pastor not here. Give me Joshua Dobbs. I love Kirk, but Joshua Dobbs adding the running effect, I think kinda helps this offense. Just because TJ Hawkinson, Jordan Addison, and let's say Jay Jettis comes back. Like you you can't put a QB spy and not let one of these guys get open. But it like Joshua Dobbs sees, okay, everyone's covered. I take off for a 10-yard gain, 12-yard gain. Like Kirk Cousins isn't able to do that. And I think that's why the Vikings offense hasn't looked bad since he's joined, joined as the new quarterback. So, yeah, and I don't have too many dogs on the slate. Give me the Vikings as a road dog. They're 4-1 on a away game, so they, they show up on the road. Do you have anything else for the uh, this game, or can we move on to Monday night? Um, I mean, I would love – I like the dynamic that O'Connell and Dobbs has. I think they're really, really um, – he, he's really trying to show Dobbs that he believes him, and Dobbs is taking that as credit. But I still think he makes mistakes, and I think that's why – I can take the other team because even though this would be the nice team to pick, I just feel like he he gets a little sloppy, and I think Denver might be able to capitalize on this one. Or maybe Denver is just fraud, and they just happen to get two good wins against to a team that blew it. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out Sunday night for that one. Then Monday night, this is actually probably arguably the best primetime game of the year. Facts. Facts. Chiefs versus Eagles, Super Bowl 
rematch from last year. It is in Kansas City. Kansas City is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. How do you think this game's going? Bonkers. Yeah, this is the this is the, gonna be arguably the most watched game of the year, other than like playoff games and stuff. It's like a regular season game. And you know, I'm not a Taylor Swift dick rider, but they say Taylor Swift's gonna be there with her parents at this game. Oh, for real? Damn, that's what I heard from Take the Swifties. Travis Kelsey overs. Mm. That's just what I heard from the Swifties, though. So, this game's going to be... You, do you remember that Chiefs versus Rams game? Wait, did it score like 42-45? I think it was in the 50s. I think they scored like... It was, it, was Chiefs, it was a Monday night game a couple of years back. I think they ended up playing in the Super Bowl again. But, like, that game was crazy. I think that's what this game is going to be. In a perfect world, Jalen Hurts is over here running his ass off against a good Chiefs defense, which is surprising. And the fucking Chiefs are over here just putting putting drives together and scoring. And then them teams going back and forth would be insane. See, I really think the Chiefs are just the better team here. Like they're part of the reasons you just said is their defense. Not saying the Eagles don't have a good defense, but They've not the same Eagles defense of last year that was, like, pacing the field in sacks. Darius Slay was making big plays every week. Bradbury was shut down. They did go get geared from the Titans, an all-pro safety, so maybe they look better. But I think the Chiefs' defense has been a top-five defense in the league. Eagles have been winning games pretty close. They haven't been blowing teams out. It doesn't matter, uh, like, every weekend, week out, they give a, a very close game of whoever the opponent is. And I just think the Chiefs are an offense that can uh, take advantage of what the Eagles can't stop. They're, the Eagles are, are pretty weak against the tight end. Travis Kelsey, I think, other than the Taylor Swift effect, I think just because the Eagles play really good against the wide receivers uh, and the, uh, the tight ends usually have a great games against them just makes perfect matchup for the Chiefs at home to get a good win. Their defense is going to make big stops. Of course, they'll get the tush push to work, but I think their defense is going to be making like third and longs, fourth and longs, where they don't have to see the tush push. Because you're not doing the tush push when it's like fourth and, fifth, fourth and five. So, yeah, give me the Chiefs. Give me Taylor Swift at home. Give me the, the, give me the Kelsey bros, like, this is this is gonna be a fun game, but I really think the Chiefs are gonna be uh in the driver's side this whole game. I mean, it takes sense to take the Chiefs, but I feel like the Eagles really know how to win at win during the regular season. I don't think they're frauds or anything, but I do think they uh, win at the regular season. So like I wanna take the Eagles because it makes sense to me. But I do see that this could be one of those games where it comes down to the wire and Pat Mahomes and Travis Kelsey say, fuck the um, playbook. Let's figure it out. And then they start calling plays like on the sideline type shit, on the field type shit. So you leaning into the Chiefs as well? For sure. Yeah. The Eagles are a good regular season team. Don't get me wrong. But the Chiefs... Chiefs don't play down to the competition. They always play a good game. Facts. Or blow the ass up. <laughs> and then, before we go, of course, we're going to give you our two locks and a dog. Kev, Kev, you ain't got no dogs this week, so you might just have to give three locks on the ass. Okay. And as uh... always... Uh, I was I'm gonna throw it to you, my boy, because you always lead us off with the picks and the locks and dog. So, I caught on what's it called? Oh, contrary to popular beliefs, I do have one dog, honestly. Because I took the Steelers over the Browns, which you reminded me. I was like, oh yeah, 
So yeah, that's a dog. And then for my locks, I think it's not smart, but I'm gonna take I'm gonna take them boys over the Vikings. Why not? Bronco County? I mean, yeah, I still got should have dogged them up last week. In fact, I got I still got real estate out there. And hey, real estate price is going back up. I'm just saying. And then lastly, I got oh, not the Steelers. I already said that. Who do I got? Oh, definitely gotta take the charges. Jay Herbo and them boys. Got it. Got I'm praying they hold it. They hold it down. So I will open up with one of my locks just because there's so many big numbers on the board. There wasn't many locks available that I'm going to sign the Chargers as well. Uh, the Packers is not a good football team. And the Chargers is kind of like, you know, a good football team, they win. Their losses all come to really good football teams. Like So Jay Herbert is going to do his normal thing against his Packers defense and give me the Chargers. So we're both going to co-sign that lock. And – this is where it gets kind of shady, Kev. I'm gonna go with my other lock as the Browns. Oh, I just think Kenny Pickett in that offense is so bad. Where you can say all you want about uh, PJ Walker, and they're not they're not playing PJ Walker. They're playing the rookie DPJ, but they're able to run the ball with Ford and Kareem Hunt. They have Amani Cooper, the Joku. They have Elijah Moore. Like they have people there to make his life easier when he comes in and I think that will be enough like, like I said they'll get into field goal range and they might make six seven field goals this game uh, give me the kicker over whatever his number's at just because I think he's going to light it up and the Steelers their offense is going to do anything against his Browns defense and then if I had to take my dog I'm not gonna lie, Steelers as a, your dog of the week though is not bad. Like normal, uh -oh. yeah, normal normal time, I would probably take Steelers as a dog of my week as well. But I'm gonna go big dog on slate. Cardinals, Ooh. give me the Cardinals over the Texans. Kyle wow. in Texas is a demon. Went to college there. Went to uh, high school there. Pretty sure he's undefeated in Texas. Uh, I think Kyler Murray gets his done against uh, the Houston. C.J. Stroud, the same guy that lost to the Panthers uh, a couple weeks ago. We, we can ride the highs of his last two weeks, but it's all it eventually has to come back down to earth. James the law Conner, of averages. Yeah, law of averages. James Conner is healthy. He had like 80 yards last game rushing. I think that uh, I, I think the Cardinals are a little a little disrespected. By the odds makers, a six point underdog. Mm, I can see it. That's a big one, but I respect it. But as always, stay tuned. I'll have my prop picks graphic out later this week. Stay tuned for the UFC. You got big fight nights coming up, boxing as well. Uh, Benavidez Boo Boo coming up later this uh, year. Um, but as always, go down, like, and subscribe, comment what you thought of Week 11, any bets you're writing this weekend. I'm Paul Pickham, Wyndham Concha. I'm joined with Kevin Waterboy Savoy. And if y'all didn't know, now you know, motherfuckers. <laughs>